This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yes. Welcome to the latest episode of HFC Chat. We're now three games into the season and it hasn't all been plain sailing. However, I personally think there's been plenty to be positive about. We are going to discuss the first three games of the season shortly, but we'll also discuss the sad news that Joe Parkinson has left the club and much more later on. Firstly, neither of us could be at the first game of the season, but what a brilliant way to start. Gav Houlihan bagging in the 89th minute to cap off a special return to the EFL. It was great to see such a big crowd in with 5,184 in attendance. And hopefully, if performances on the pitch are of a high standard moving forward, we'll manage to have plenty of supporters in the ground behind the lads. Davo, you managed to get to the Crew Cup game on the Tuesday night. It sounded like we gave a really good account of ourselves against a League One outfit and did absolutely everything but score. How did you see that? Yeah, I mean, that's absolutely spot on, really, what you've just said. I mean, we, um, you know, I know people will be quick to say, yeah, they were down at 10 men and stuff like that, but it's, it's at the point, you know, it's it's well known um, that playing against 10 men can be, in fact, harder than playing against 11 men. It becomes harder to break down and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, it doesn't matter because, like you've just said, we give a really good account of ourselves. We played some really good stuff. We were playing with so much calmness we were doing like cheeky bits just here and there playing out well from the back and, and like you said we did everything but score um obviously i'm not gonna sit here and beat around the bush i think you know you look back at the the crew goal um to concede in that manner it, it is sloppy um i know it's a cup game that you know realistically we're not going to go on to to make the final but it's at the point you you want to you want to approach each game with the same high standards so it's it's not a goal you want to see go in but like 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 I've said basically we 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 played well and did everything but score yeah now moving on to the Barra game that was last Saturday a game that you know we, DC said this we can't go to a team score two goals and still lose i think the manner in which we conceded the first goal there was obviously 
shouts of a foul on Lids watching it back. I do think there was a nudge, but if it was against us, would we stay, you know, would we say the same that it was a foul and that would we make a deal out of it? No, I think the really disappointing thing that came from that was the way that he just ran through us. Like there was literally no one there. It was honestly like a knife through butter and it was really disappointing. But obviously we bounced back. Great goal and great ball in by Jamie Sterry. Uh, Tyler Bury, who honestly I think is a class act. I've seen him obviously against Barrow, not against Crew. I didn't get to the game, but by all accounts, he was was a really good, um, you know, bright spark then as well. And I'm really you know, delighted that we've got him on board. I think he's going to excite fans. He's going to play a big part moving forward. It was great to see him get the goal, open his account, and hopefully that'll be the first of many more. I think we grew into the game, you know, for the rest of the first half, but then coming out second half, to concede again inside two or three minutes was absolutely criminal. Um, You just can't do it. It's disappointing. It's you know, it, it, that's not the standard we're at or we should be at now. We're a football league team. We can't be affording to switch off because teams will punish us in this league. You know, the National League, you can get away with it a bit, but Football League, it's just not going to happen. Um, you know, there was Lids missed his header, which was disappointing. Um, but we come back into the game yet again. And will Goodwin looks really bright for me. I think he's going to be a player that can bring a lot to the side. Someone who's tall, someone who uses the ball well. And I think, as I mentioned on Twitter, it's got to be said that bring down by Mark Shelton and knock through was absolutely incredible. And he took his goal really well. It was great to see him celebrating um, in front of the travelling fans who made a racket all game, 600 and 19, I think the attendance said, but it felt like a lot more as ever. So that was a really good moment. But then, yeah, really disappointing to concede another goal. This is where I mean Lids missed his header. And then, you know, watching it back, I do think he was offside. And that's disappointing. I think, you know, we don't want to blame the referee for decisions in the game. There was a couple which, well, there was more than a couple. It seemed every time a Barrow player got touched, he went down. Um, but, you know, there was shouts for a penalty towards the end. I think he would, the ref just really, you know, didn't give us anything and that didn't help. But we can't be making excuses. We're in the Football League now. We've got to, you know, tighten up that defence. We've got to, the midfield, I thought, weren't really there. Um, throughout the game as they usually are and if they had been I think things would have genuinely been different but we scored two goals we've got a goal through a striker and a goal through an attacking player so that's a positive I don't know if you have anything to add to that Dava. Um, I think you've, you've generally given a good account of the game really I, I think you know I said getting back on the bus after the game I, I, you know I I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to be blinded by what I've seen. You know, I didn't think we deserved to win the game, but I didn't think we deserved to lose either. Um, like you've said, it's the same the crew game. You know, like you say, you've looked look at the goals we conceded. I know we've spoke about mitigating circumstances and some of them maybe whether or not there was a foul in the bill, but the first one, whether the last one was offside. You can't concede goals like that, can you? And like you've said, we're in the football league now, and. Like you say, it's, it's you're not going to get away with it, you know, because there's some good teams in this league this year who have recruited really well, some really good players who arguably could do a better job in higher leagues like that. So, you know, I'm not going to, I think generally I'm not going to sit here and 
upcast on the players because, you know, it is early days. It's our second league game into the season. I think, if anything, I think Saturday, well, every game, even crew, even Crawley, I think every game, especially until we get a good way into the season, has to just be learning curves. We just have to learn from each game. And, you know, every week we've got to put things right in training to make sure these things don't happen, you know, as we go further along in the season. Because, you know, I'd said when the fixtures come out, I mean, obviously before the Sutton game um, was really arranged, but I'd said, you know, you look at the first three league games, Crawley, Sutton, Barrow, I didn't think you would have had a better opportunity to maybe, I mean, I'm not saying nine out, of, nine out of nine points, but something thereabouts, even if we got seven or eight, but it was a great opportunity for a great start. Mm. I know obviously there's a chance on Saturday, a good chance, I'd say, to maybe get a win, but, you know, it's, it's early days and I think, you, you know, we just as long as the players just apply themselves in training and make sure these things don't happen again in, in the future, then, you know, I'm happy with that, really. I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Davo, and we've both brought up really valid points. Something we've kind of alluded to there is recruitment and perhaps the lack of a forward, I think, bringing on Lawler, although he had a lot of height on Saturday at Barrow. He's not a centre-forward, he's a centre-half. And uh, I think DC mentioned it in his post-match interview that it highlights that we don't have any other strike on the bench that we can bring on. Obviously, Cullen was out missing out of illness, Olamola's got injury. Um, I mean, hopefully they're back and hopefully we'll get to see the best of them. Uh, for me, I, th- I just think we need to recruit up top. We really need to add someone. Um, you know, Will Goodwin, I think, is going to be an absolutely fantastic player for us. I can really see a lot coming from him. Tyler Bury, class act. But there's these players that, you know, are putting such good balls in like Sterry like Ferguson, he was a bit quiet at the weekend, but usually, and we need people who are going to just be in the right place at the right time, you know, put that away. And those balls that are coming in just need someone who's going to bag. And I've seen Padraig Amanda's moved on loan to Exeter. He's a player, maybe controversial this, but he's a player that I would have had back at the Vic if we could have got him um, in on a loan, a loan deal or permanent. I think he's a player that would have added a lot. So I think we need someone like him who just knows where the goal is. And, uh, you know, we've obviously lost out through Oates and Armstrong moving on. And we just need someone who can come in and, and do that work for us and, and finish off those crosses that are coming in because the second to none. In terms of, you know, some sad news that's come out of the club last couple of days is that Joe Parkinson's left the club. Um, The statement on the website, DC, um, kind of gave more uh, information around it. um, You know, Joe has unfortunately left the club, um, but goes on with everyone's best wishes and on very good terms. The past 18 months has been really tough for everyone, but with the travelling, being away from family, covid the huge stress of a promotion campaign and some medical issues that Joe is currently dealing with. Um, he felt that he had the need to have to step away. I don't want to speak um, for him, but he feels he's not able to do his job to the detail and high standards that he's set. I must place on record that although we understand the situation he's in, we as a management group never felt or noticed this and he's been thoroughly professional in everything he's done and continued to be a huge help whilst he's internally been struggling. We're all disappointed, myself in particular, as although he's been told he'll maybe never understand the role he played in our success, not only last season, but since we both came to the club, 
I place a lot of responsibility on my management group. We're a team off the pitch, just as the players are on the pitch. And a valuable member has been lost. I'm not going to read any more of that statement, but I think you get the gist of it. And along with the rest of the fans and everyone involved with the club, it's extremely sad to see Joe leave after playing such a pivotal role in our success. And we do wish him all the best in whatever he goes on to do. Davo, is there anything that you would like to add to that? Um, I think in terms of recruitment, obviously, I think, you know, generally speaking, I think um, we obviously could do with more numbers. Um, I know, and funny enough, I know there was an article in the mail uh, with, with Chalner and obviously he was asked, um, you know, after being promoted now, you know, what's the biggest kind of frustration at being football league compared to like last year? And he'd actually said about, you know, Last year, we had the comfort of knowing we could bring people in, you know, here, there and there, scatter around the season. You'd seen with Armstrong, Stirry, and obviously, you know, you're back in the Football League. Now you're obliging by, obviously, the transfer windows. You know, obviously, we haven't got a big, thick squad, have we? You know, obviously, I know it's been difficult with coming away from Ashton Gate. And obviously, you know, we have been trying to bring players in as best we can with according to the time frame we've had. <laughs> It is difficult because, like you say, we haven't really. I mean, no one has has really seen much. Obviously, of Olamola, with Cullen, with injuries. I think if, and I don't mean this against them in any way, but I think if if they are going to have a season where it's maybe going to be inflicted a lot by injury, then I completely agree. We we do need strikers who can keep fit and who can be reliable in the sense of scoring as goals. Um, but I think generally, I think I'll be interested to see what kind of job they do do when they are back and back firing all cylinders. Only time will tell, I suppose. And obviously on the Parkinson front, obviously it's sad to see. Obviously, it's it's one of those. Obviously, it came out on Sunday night. I was out playing pool on Sunday night and one of the lads had showed us a post on Facebook I know it hasn't been openly said on, on the statement, but he was rumoured to be with um, or in receipt of a, an invitation to go back to Everton in, in some kind of academy role. Whether that's the case or not, like we've said, we, he leaves with everyone's best wishes. Um, we hope he gets himself back to, you know, wherever he was before. And yeah, we wish him all the best for the future. To tie up this episode, we are now looking ahead to Saturday's clash against Walsall at Victoria Park, 3pm kickoff as customary. Walsall, looking back last season, they finished 19th place and, you know, the, the start to the current campaign is really reflecting that um, Walsall come to Victoria Park on the back of a really poor start to the season after only picking up one point out of a possible nine. And that point, in fact came just last night after the Druid home won all to, to Scunthorpe. Um, Pearls, on the other hand, they've started life back in League 2. You know, OK, I'd say, you know, as well, we know we beat Crawley on the opening day, 1-0. And obviously, again, we we lost to Sat- lost on Saturday, sorry, 3-2 to, away Barrow, which, you know, we, we spoke about. It was, like I've said, it, it was frustrating to take. But like we we know it's it's early days yeah it's very difficult to cast opinions and judgments at this time and as well we know we have a, we have a team of players who are still gelling together and players who are playing in the football league for the first time 
Um, just before we do wrap things up, I am going to give a prediction. Um, I am going two 0 Pearls. I think if he starts, I, I'm I'm going to say a good win, maybe to get on the score sheet. I know yeah. that doesn't sound confident, but you know I'm, I'm going good win, and whoever else is just a bonus. Jack, could we have your match prediction, please? Yeah, I mean, I was just about to say Goodwin. I really do hope he gets a goal on his own debut. I think he's a fantastic player, a player that is going to do, you know, a lot of good things on the pitch for Pools this season. You know, he's got the quality of balls in from Sterry and from Ferguson. I mean, Ferguson wasn't fully at it on Saturday, you know, which is rare. He normally is. Um, but usually with balls going into him, he's going to be knocking them down. He, he's going to finish his chances. Um I just think we need someone to play off him who is an actual striker slash forward, not Lawler, who, you know, DC brought on and has alluded to in his post-match press conference that perhaps it is a sign that we are really short um, on options. Obviously, Cullen, uh, Cullen is injured. At, well, he was ill at the weekend. He has been injured. And then um, Olomola is injured. So... Fingers crossed he can bring someone in, as we were discussing earlier, um, before the weekend. That would be good. Having said that, you know, I haven't been extremely disappointed with how we've played. Barrow was disappointing and frustrating, as you've said, but we scored two goals. If the midfield had turned up, I think we would have at least come away with a draw, perhaps a win, because that midfield, Nicky Featherston, Gavin Houlihan... Shelton had a pretty good game, but once they're all on fire, nothing gets past them. And I think that did have an effect on Saturday. So based on the form of Walsall and the quality that we have in our squad, I think we will bounce back this weekend. I'm going to say exactly as you have, a 2-0 home win. I think having the Northwest Corner boys, hopefully as loud as ever, will encourage and spur the lads on. And, you know, who we really want to see wins of course but we just need to kind of get that consistency even if we pick up on a point on Saturday and then go into Carlisle the following week and get a win I think that's really important but as I've said and without rambling on anymore we're going to go both for a 2-0 home win on Saturday and hopefully back to winning ways well that wraps up another episode of HUSC Chat thank you once again for listening in it's something that we're trying to keep as consistent as possible with releasing episodes on a two-weekly basis. It all depends on work commitments and other things that are going on. But as a, as we've said, once again, thanks for all your support of the podcast and those who continue to listen. Uh, if you haven't followed us on Twitter, do check that out at HFC Chat and on Facebook at Artlepool United News. Keep the faith, back the boys, never say die, and we will see you in the next episode. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.